16 minutes past 10, let's start a business. As we start the year on our SMME feature today, we're speaking to Tara Turkington. Tara is the CEO of Flow Communications. She's come up with 1616 tips, which will help you develop a strong business strategy. She says whether you're leading a business or a business unit or working as a freelancer or mastering a business strategy, uh, mastering your business strategy is key to success. She goes on to say that the end of the year and the start of a new one is a great time to uh, revisit your strategy. She now joins us on the line to take us through uh, uh, the points. Tara, good morning. Thank you so much uh, for talking to us. How did you even come up with these 16 before we tackle them? (laughs) Morning, Katie. Uh, Yeah, so I I run a business and um, it was a startup, you know, 16 years ago. Um, and I wish I wish that someone had said to me then, um, you know, you need a strategy, and here are some of the elements um, to it. And yeah, to answer your question in a bit of a um, higgledy piggledy way, I came up with these um, with these sixteen tips. I've been lucky enough to have been doing um, a course at Stanford uh, called Stanford Seed um, this year with our business, which is all about um, business strategy. And and I've also, um, just by chance, um, I mean, this sounds like terrible name-dropping, but by chance through another organization called the Women's President's Organization, I've also been doing a, a business course at Harvard. Mm. And so both of them, um, not that I think you have to be, you know, look to Stanford or Harvard for, for these things. I mean, um, you know, I think in Africa we can come up with, with great solutions ourselves. But it's yes. just those two courses kind of, Made me made me think. Gee, yeah, and um, you know, a good business starts with a good strategy. Yeah, a good business starts with a good strategy. So let's go through them. And I'm hoping our listeners uh, have a pen. And you know, I I, I can uh, name the strategy, and you explain to me why that specific strategy. Because uh, you sent us the information. So you say the first thing is for you to be able to articulate your mission. Yes, uh, your 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 mission is your your purpose and your reason for existing as a business. You know, every business, whether you're in services or you're selling something, you there you there for a reason. So it's important just to say um, to say why you why you're there. And 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 the mission your mission statement will typically um, answer questions like what what do you do, who do you serve, how do you serve them. Yeah. So that's the, the first step, and then and then moving on to the vision. Which is what you would like to achieve in the long term. So, actually, what what would you like your business to do? So, in the article, I give I give an example of like Google Google's mission statement is quite wordy. It's to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. Mm. And when it comes to the vision, it just says to provide access to the world's information in one click. So, yeah, yeah having your mission and your vision is important to articulate that to start off with if you haven't done that. Wow. And then you say, uh, 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 you know, uh, you give uh, some examples of powerful mission statements. Uh, you know, you just gave the, uh, the Google one. But then we, we, we move. You say also then develop the vision, develop it. Yes. Um, so your, your, vision, your, your, your vision is uh, about, it's an aspirational guide and it sets the direction. It inspires you to set specific goals and accomplish certain things for the future. Um, so it's, it's about what you want to achieve in the, in the long term. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, 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 and those typically don't change very much. Um, maybe once every few years you're going to change those, but they're not things that change often. You know, once you've got those down, that's what you, that's what you aim for. That's kind of like your Bible as a business. 
Yeah, yeah, that's where you start. Okay. Yeah, if you, if, and then you say define your values. What are your values? Yes. So, so you know, I think your, your, your values, to me, your values are even, in a way, more important than your vision and your mission. You've got to know which values you stand for. Mm. And then you've got to live them. Uh, you know, it's no point to, I mean, a lot of companies have similar values. I mean, you'll see integrity. Uh, you'll see things like transparency, accountability, um, those things, you know, many different companies have them, and that's okay as long as you love them. And and if you're a startup, my advice would be to start with um, the personal values of the founders. Mm. So so the, the founders will have values like innovation or leadership or yeah integrity, and 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 um, those values should resonate personally with with the founders, so that they actually have meaning. You can't just choose empty words and put them on a, a, a web page and, and hope for the best. You've got mm. to actually believe them. Mm. Because in the end, those values actually define how you behave, especially in difficult times. So I'll give you a quick, quick example. I mean, during COVID, our, um, you know, our business is a communications is a communications and marketing business. And um, the first, uh, one of our core values is our people are in our most important asset. Mm. And and our, the first thing we did was we, 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 we with that hard lockdown, when we didn't know whether we were going to have a business, we didn't know what was going to happen in the world, the first thing we did was seek to protect jobs. Yeah. Like, how can we not change people? How can we hang on to our people? No matter what it takes, what are we going to do to keep our jobs? Because, because that is our value. You know, somebody else who's got a different value... Uh, which is maybe efficiency, would maybe not have looked at it in the same way. So that's okay. why you, you have to have your values and stick to them. Okay. Please pause a bit. I have to go to a quick commercial break, Tara, and then sure. I come sure. back and, and we continue. We're talking to Tara Tackington, CEO of Flow Communications. You are listening to KG Mwekezi on SAFM. So welcome back. Just in case you just joined us, we're having uh, what hopefully will be a great discussion uh, for you if you have a business or are starting a business with uh, uh, with Tara Tackington, who is the CEO of uh, Flow Communications. And she has developed 16 t- uh, tips for developing a strong business strategy. Welcome back, uh, Tara. So we're at the Thanks. point now where you're saying, we need to map out, map out your business strategy. Yeah. So, um, you know, this is something that's quite common, and it's called a business model canvas, a BMC. Um, and if you Google it, you'll find lots of examples. And basically what, what this is is you map out your business strategy on a single page. Uh, and, and that makes it very, very crystallized, very easy to understand, um, very accessible. So, so that, that, if you if you just if you just Google, um, you'll find a, a template for this, mm. and this will this will include things like your um, your key activities, your your key partners. It will obviously include your vision, your mission, your values, your competitive mm. landscape, mm. your um, the important resources that you need in your business, your customer segments who you're serving as a, um, as customers, your channels to market, which would be you know how do you how do you come to market? Is it through is it through um, Distributors, is it through the internet? What are your channels? Your your cost structure, your revenue streams, how you're making money in different ways, mm. and the impact that you that you're making. So so that sounds like a hell of a lot, um, and it is. But but that's why um, it's very useful to to have to have a BMT, a business model can um, canvas that uh, you can actually see your whole business um, at a glance in on one page. Yeah. 
And then the, this one is also fascinating to me because a lot of people don't do this, uh, thinking uh, short, medium, and long term. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the, th- the thing is with, with, with all this stuff, you, it, it's better to be practical. I mean, it's not you don't develop strategies to sit on a dusty shelf and never look at it again. It's actually got to be workable, useful stuff that, that you, that you um, use every single day. Um, if, if that's actually what you want to achieve in your in your business, you know, mm. like um, they say, um, if you if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Um, so 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 um, thinking short term, and I'm talking then like a year. What do you want to achieve in the next year? Mm. And that will be quite that should be fairly fleshed out. Like um, maybe you want to improve your profitability or your efficiency, or you want to grow, or you want to just. I mean, now they say a growth. You know, survival is the new growth. Survival um, is the new growth. Yeah. <laughs> South Africa. So maybe you just want to survive. Um, and then your, your, your medium term, so like what is your three, you know, your three to five-year plan, and then your 10-year plan. So uh, where, where do you want to be in 10 years? It, it, that's just maybe a couple of bullet, bullet points. Unless you're a very big um, corporate or something where obviously you're going to have like a lot of detail on each thing. But just talking to a startup or a small business, uh, I would say focus on your on your one year plan um, with the most detail, and then your three year plan a little bit more, and your ten year plan just a board sketch of where you want to be. Because I suppose if you're a startup, uh, that one year is going to be a great determiner as whether or as to whether or not you'll be able to deliver on your other medium and long term. So it's most important for you as 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 your um, as, um, startup to definitely think short term uh, to see whether you're yeah, in it absolutely. to win it. No, absolutely, Teddy. And, and, you know, I think the stats are something like, you know, I think two in ten companies um, survive the first two years. Sure. So the odds are really against you, you know, and, 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 and so you have to be, I mean, you, you have to be looking very, very short term when you, when you just begin. Um, but, but that's not to say that you can't succeed. You know, yeah. plenty of, of small businesses do, and that's what we actually really, really need in, in this country, in the world, yeah. is for many, many small businesses to be creating jobs, um, you know, which is, I think it's our biggest, probably our biggest challenge of all in the country at the moment. Absolutely. And then you say people must conduct research. Why? Yeah, so don't, you know, it's very, if you're, if you're an entrepreneur and you start something up, you become very passionate about your project. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, it in, you know, it, all the ins and outs, but, but, but what's important is not to, is not to only gaze at your own navel. It's to actually have a look at what is going on in the industry. Mm. You know, beware the person who says, oh, we have no competitors, because everyone has competitors. Yes. And the competitors, competitors can teach you so much. So maybe a competitor is doing something better than you, or they're doing something that you haven't thought of that you could easily do. Um, It's really worth doing some, uh, you know, good Googling, have a look around, see see what you like about your competitors and what you don't like, Mm. um, because that can really inform inform you um and you yeah you can i I, i'll give you another quick example i mean at flow we do a lot of um influencer marketing Mm. where you you help you know getting people to um to help change behavior about something and um when when we did it ourselves we looked at all our competitors uh, websites and they all say they do influencer marketing and then it it occurs that we didn't even have that on our website so Mm. So it suddenly looks like we don't even do that thing. So, you know, it can be a small insight that you get. Um, um, but but your competitors can really teach you. Wow. And then consider your own positioning. Yes. Yeah, so, so, 
you know, it's it's general business um, a kind of assumption mm. that you can't be the cheapest and the best. Uh, this is something I really struggled with for a long time in in our business because yeah. I wanted to be the cheapest and the best. Wow. But you can't you can't actually be the cheapest and the best because because if you are the best, it's costing you more to be the best. Yes. So you need to choose one. You need to position yourself on price. Or on or on service and being the best on quality. Pick a side. Um, pick a side. You've yeah. got to do it, and, and and you can't sit on the fence because you can't be both. You're going to confuse your customers. You know, if you know, uh, yeah, you, you 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 pick a side, and then also just consider your positioning against your competitors. Yeah. What, uh, like, how are they? Are they going kind of? Are you, they going cheap and nasty, and you want to be a little bit more quality, or are you going to go for price against their very fancy Mercedes-Benz that they're selling. Yeah. And then and then also have a look at, at how you position your own products or services against each other. So in the article, I give a little example. Just before Christmas, I was shopping for, a, I wanted to make some canvas prints for, um, for a friend for Christmas. Mm. Mm. And I went to a website and it looked like they really specialized. They did them beautifully. And then I looked at the rest of the website and they, they, they're like a big printer. And I thought, geez, these people, do they really do such small little canvas prints. I went and I chose another supplier just because of the way they were positioning their products against one another on their own website. Yeah, which explains then beautifully uh, the next point to me, the know your target market because you can't be all things to all people. You cannot be all things to all people. So decide who you are servicing and go for those and understand them. And I mean, even build up personas of them. You know, who are they? Uh, somebody who... For example, we service uh, government clients and we service um, corporates. They're looking for different things. Mm. You know, a government client wants somebody typically in our industry, wants someone who's got a track record, who's totally compliant, who's got a great BEE score. But a corporate wants someone who's got uh, probably more creativity, got a lot more experience rolling out larger campaigns, um, has worked with big corporates before. So, so when you position yourself to those markets, you need to position not to not to be schizophrenic. I mean, obviously, but to but to know who the, those markets are and to try and get inside their heads and think, what are their what are their anxieties? What are their pain points? Um, what do they? What is going to actually help them do their job and shine? Yeah. Just in case you just joined us, we're having a conversation uh, as we're starting our year in our SMME feature uh, with uh, Tara Tackington. She is the CEO of Flow Communications. Uh, she's come up with 16 tips which, uh, you know, help you develop a strong business strategy. And she says that whether you're a leading business or a business unit or working as a freelancer or mastering a business strategy, uh, you know, this 16 tip strategy is key uh, to your success. And we've been going through uh, them and she's been explaining them to, uh, to me. We're at the point now, Tara, where you say uh, people must identify strengths and weaknesses, opportunities and threats. SWOT analysis yeah. time. So it's a well, you know, it's a well-known mechanism, but it works jolly well. So your strengths and weaknesses are internal, internal things, and opportunities and threats are external things. So, for example, internal, your strength, you might have a great team. A weakness, you may maybe your your finance, the way you run your finances, is not as tight as it could be. Your opportunities uh, are what are out there. So, what uh, what do you do now that you could easily uh, change slightly to offer perhaps another service or develop another product? And then, what are the threats? Uh, COVID nineteen is a is a threat. It can also be an opportunity. That's where it gets a little confusing. They can be they can be both things. Mm. Uh, you know, COVID nineteen, the the poor economy. 
Yes, that can be a threat, but it could also be an opportunity, depending on what your business is is set up for. Mm. So um, it's always it's always good to do it, and you can do it on specific things as well. So inside your business, you could just look at your marketing, for instance, and just watch analysis. But but never there's never a waste of time to do to do a swatch. It's guaranteed to create a lot of fighting. Uh, <laughs> if our team is anything like like your team, uh, you're going to fight when you do it. But it's, it's mm. a good fight because yeah, you get you get a lot of information out of it. And then this one uh, is quite uh, intriguing to me because uh, sometimes it's hard uh, to zone in on the target audience. Uh, define the channels that you will use to reach your target audiences. Yeah. So there's many, many channels, and there's many, there's many more channels than there ever used to be. And, and every year there are more channels. So channel, a marketing channel is a way to reach someone. So, for example, um, a traditional channel is something like radio or TV. Mm. Um, uh, but, but then there's these new channels, like something like uh, TikTok, mm. uh, is a channel to reach younger people. Particularly, if if you, I mean, we we for years and years we worked for an for an airline, and um, I, um, it seems counterintuitive, but we sold a lot of airline tickets off Instagram directly off Instagram. So really? Person, yes, person sees a, a picture of a destination they want to go to. It looks beautiful. Uh, and 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 they go and and buy the tickets directly off off that platform. So so have an open mind about your platforms. What you consume, the media that you consume, is not necessarily the media that your that your target customers are going to consume. Mm. So have a have an open mind, research, um, and 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 try different things. Um, you know, TikTok might help you this year, it might not help you next year. Yeah, um, the world know, is changing fast. Yeah. Absolutely, very fast changing. So yeah, KD, um, think widely about your channels, try different things, um, and 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 whatever you do, do well. Yeah. Don't 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 try every channel. You can't. No company in the world does every channel. You know, not even Coca Cola is the biggest marketing machine in the world. Not yeah. even they will do every single channel. Yeah. Uh, so choose yours wisely and then stick to them and do them well. And then you say, get buy in. Who's? <laughs> okay, so, so I'm talking about, about internal buying. You, as a leader or le- as, a, as a business unit leader or a business leader, you can have a great vision, mission, values. You know exactly what, where, you know, your strengths and weaknesses. Um, and you know where you want to go. But if you don't get the buy-in of your team, it means absolutely nothing. Okay. Um, and this is, it's not just writing a strategy. It's actually about... Um, onboarding people, getting them to not only understand, but to actually see and and believe and live and become the advocates for the strategy. So, so yeah, getting those those people and the and and the the best people to get really in an organisation are the most difficult. The ones the ones that are the the ones that are the inf- the influencers who are going to change people's minds. They're mm. often in our business. They're the people who are often the grumpiest and the ones who are most outspoken about something being wrong. Mm. If you can win them over, then you can actually get that critical mass and start to get, uh, you know, start to get others to buy in. Yeah. And then uh, the communication part, communicate your strategy widely. Yes. So, uh, you know, uh, this, is, this is very tied into getting buy-in. But communicate, communicate, communicate. You can't ever do it enough. Um, I mean, it, it, it's just because it lives in your head or it's written down on a piece of paper or it's on the wall doesn't mean that somebody knows it. So it's about talking about it, living it, using examples, getting others to live it. Um, how, how, how has someone um, in, in your business um, actually uh, helped to, to achieve the strategy, doing shout-outs to people or encouraging people to actually really, to really live that, that strategy? 
And I suppose this one is the hardest part uh, because I suppose when you start the business, you're all enthused and what have you, uh, but there will come a point where you have to remind yourself even to stay focused. Yeah, yeah. So staying focused, you've you've got to, um, you know, you you you. <laughs> it's very easy in a small business to be torn into a million different directions. Um, but but really, you need to you need to set aside time. Uh, and and um, at Flow, we do it we do it once a quarter. We do it formally once a quarter. We sit for two days and we look at our strategy. What is our strategy for the year? What have we achieved so far? We tick things off the list. And we and we remind ourselves of things that we were supposed to have done at the beginning of the year that we haven't done. Uh, so so with, however you do it, if it's quarterly, if it's um, if it's weekly, if it's um, you know once a month, or it, it's it's got to be quite um, quite quite regular that you actually stay focused and you make sure that that your um, that your action plan that you've developed out of your strategy. You know you've got to have action plans that that put into place. Uh, how you're going to achieve it. So if you just communicate, it's not going to um, <laughs> make the strategy happen. You've got to develop those action plans and then focus on them. Yeah. Um, and yeah. this this is irrespective of whether, you know, you, you, you're successful or not as a business. Oh, t- totally. And, and I think um, if you're not successful, it's even more important. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, yeah. And, and then never forget your customers. You know, KG, without customers, you don't have a business. You don't. And, and it's very easy to become a little self-obsessed with your business. You think, you know, you think your business is so amazing, and you and you live in a, you, you can live in a little bit of a, a dream world going along. Uh, but really, you need to talk to your customers. You need to hear what they're saying, and you need to not rely always on 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 others to, 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 you know, do your customer surveys. I mean, what, what I, I do in our business is I just set up meetings with customers, important customers. Uh, I set up a Zoom call with no agenda, just to listen, just to ask them, how's our service? What are, what are we doing wrong? And not to be defensive when you hear that, because actually they're giving you valuable feedback that can make you so much better. But it's hard. Yeah. It's hard when <laughs> because the customer is always right, right? They're yeah. not, of course, but they, yeah. but they are. So the customer so, has the money, and who has the money has the power. <laughs> that's it. And with, without a customer, you don't have a business. So you've got to listen to them in order to grow them. The last one, uh, Tara, is uh, adapt your strategy. Yeah. Redefine, adapt. I suppose. Yeah. So, so it is a living document, um, and you do need to change as conditions and your business change. You need mm. to review it. You know, often mm. maybe once a quarter, at least once a year, and adapt it. I mean, maybe you try, maybe you set out to try something to launch a new product or service, and when you do, you can see it's not going to work because gee, somebody else just did the exact same thing. Then you've got to adapt. You've got to be agile. Um, I mean, they say that your strategy actually needs a bit of a strategy mm. uh, to, to keep to keep to keep on point. Yeah. So that's it. Uh, that's it. Katie, sixteen points. Easy peasy. Uh, You've just got to put it into practice. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's doable. Uh, it, it, you know, it's doable. It, I suppose it, all it demands is just commitment to it. Of course. And you know what? Maybe you don't get all 16 completely right. So what? You know, if you, if you just do some of these, if you do eight of them or 10 of them, yeah. you're going to have a better business. I believe you're going to have a better business, um, yeah. you know, in a year's time. Because, yeah, and, I, and as I said, I wish, when I was starting out in business 16 years ago, I wish someone had given me a roadmap like this and said, listen, this is what you need to do to do every year, uh, rather than, you know, reading big, big fat textbooks that are often, 
not even relevant in in South Africa. Um, here are just some tips. Yeah, um, yeah. And you use them or lose them. You know, you in the end, you you run your business. You know, you know what's good. You know what's going to work. Um, you've got a gut. You've got a great gut feel for. For, for what you're doing, so so use or lose as you know as they work for you. Yeah. Uh, how do people find uh, Flow Communications, uh, Tara? Are you on the socials and what is your website? Yes, yes, yes. So look out for us on the socials. Our website is flowsa.com, um, but also uh, Twitter, Flowcoms, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, and um, yeah, please connect with us on 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 socials. We'd love we'd love to chat with you. Fantastic. Thank you for those tips. Uh, They apply to uh, a lot of people. Uh, So thank you so much uh, for giving us those 16 tips and uh, all the best for your business for 2022. Thanks so much, Teddy, and to you too. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Tara Turkington is uh, the CEO of Flow Communications. I hope you took a pen and uh, uh, you wrote down uh, the strategies as I said them and uh, you understood uh, her um, explanation as to why uh, it's something you should follow. And uh, hopefully in a year's time, you write to us uh, and tell us about a successful business. It's 10.41. We're going to take a a quick break and then uh, come back and have a conversation about who Joe Slovo was and his ideals. And we have this conversation because today, this Thursday, marks 27 years since the passing of uh, Joe Slovo. Uh, So we're going to have a conversation with Dr. Alex Mashilo, who's the national spokesperson for the South African Communist Party. It's 1041. You are listening to The Talking Point on SAFM.